practice rests again and again on this most essential foundation of simplicity, learning to be present one moment at a time, to be wholehearted in our attentiveness, learning to see clearly, learning how to let go so that there is the spaciousness and the calmness to see clearly. I think it's really important to remember the power of this simplicity, the clarity that comes through simplicity. There are many times in our practice where we become a little lost, often in our thoughts, often in our own papancha. And sometimes in those times of being lost, the most clear response is just to return to a great simplicity in the present, to breathe one breath really fully, to take one step really wholeheartedly. Now, clearly, simplicity has something to do with non-dwelling, with being able to let go. Complexity in our lives, complexity in our minds is often the offspring of dwelling, of preoccupation, of obsessing, of holding. Letting go often seems a rather elusive quality. It sounds good in theory. How do we learn how to let go? Attentiveness, cultivating attentiveness clearly is one way that we learn how to let go. We bring clear intention into being present rather than into dwelling. We bring clear intention into being attentive rather than being lost. This in itself is a cultivation, it is a practice of renunciation, of staying present, of staying clear. There are other ways in which letting go does and can take place. One way in which we feel and experience ourselves being able to let go is simply through calmness. We find that when there are times and when there is a deepening of calmness, that although this doesn't mean that thoughts end or feelings end or sights or sensations end, they arise and pass without stickiness. They arise and pass without stickiness. They are more like like bubbles in the consciousness. We don't feel, when there is a great calmness, we don't feel so much the inclination through pleasant or unpleasant through holding or aversion, we don't feel so much the inclination to wish to hold on. And so there is more in that calmness a very organic quality of letting go. We might say it's quite effortless, although the effort has been directed towards nurturing the calmness. Sometimes letting go happens through wisdom through insight. We may find that, you know, a particular thought of 
past or future arises, we may experience ourselves in clarity, beginning to grasp hold of something, beginning to demand, beginning to reject, and we see in that moment that this is actually suffering. This is suffering, this is contraction. And through that seeing, there is the willingness just to let it be, to let it be. And sometimes people feel more at home with this phrase of letting something be rather than the words let go. Just to let something be. If we don't provide any momentum or any fuel of rejection or of holding, then nothing does stick, doesn't stick. Another way of letting go actually comes through clear intention through clear intention, as we have already talked about many times on the retreat, much of the thought patterns, the um, information, the tendencies that arises in our consciousness, it's recycled information. You know, we've, we've been there before, sometimes countless times, sometimes countless times. We may see, you know, our own inclinations perhaps towards judgment as an example. You know, we might see that, all right, you know, we we get lost and immediately there comes in this, this, you know, the judge, the critic, the watchdog, you know, real, you know, spilling out. It's all familiar litany of, you know, you're like this and you're like that. We might feel, you see, uh, uh, a very familiar inclination of avoidance, for example, you know, or, or kind of, or passivity, kind of giving up. We may see these inclinations arise again and again and again, obsessiveness, our dwelling. Well, there is a point, I think, in our lives, and certainly in our practice, when we do appreciate the futility or the fruitlessness of traveling these very familiar pathways over and over and over again. And I think through wisdom, there comes a point when we are no longer willing to consent to those pathways, when we're no longer willing to engage in a particular trend or inclination that we know through our experience, not through somebody else telling us, we know it leads to sorrow. We know it leads to suffering. And there comes a point in that, I think, where clear intention or clear resolve to let go is actually totally valid. Now, you know, we, we of course find maybe these little objections that arise that say, you know, well, I still have something more to learn there. Um, or if I make a clear intention to let go or resolve not to dwell, it has something to do with suppression or I'm not willing to open my heart to this pattern of judgment. Well, you know, you've opened your heart sometimes to it so much that it's just drowning in it. And sometimes we don't have anything more to learn. You know, and that's that's something to be able to accept. Sometimes we've learned what we need to learn. We've learned that judgment leads to suffering, avoidance leads to a sense of limitation. You know, maybe we don't have anything more to learn and maybe it's just a habit. It's just a habit now. 
you know, a habit fueled certainly by a kind of conditioning or fear or history, but it's a habit, you know, and to have that clear intention and the difference between clear intention and resolve and suppression is suppression is the unwillingness to see and clear intention is certainly the willingness to see but the unwillingness to engage in something that we know leads directly to suffering. And there is a, a, a real place of freedom within that intention. Sometimes it takes not a heroic effort, but it needs a confidence within our intention, a confidence of wisdom. I would also suggest today in the practice that we do really give... Um, some emphasis to being aware of intention and the power of intention in our practice. Intention is a tool for awakening. It's a tool for being present. It's a tool that helps us to be very conscious. I mean, we can see how easy it is to be mechanical, to be habitual, or just to be kind of dozy, you know, and pushed and pulled from by whatever feeling or thought happens to be arising in the presence. And as we see this in our retreat, you know, we, we leave the meditation room and suddenly we have arrived at the tea urn. We're making ourselves a cup of tea. We weren't even thirsty. But there happened to be somebody in front of us who had that idea, you know, and we just kind of followed along. We, we end up in our room, you know, wondering, why did I come here? I don't actually have anything I need to be doing here. To be aware of how often we are easily just pulled and swayed and conditioned by whatever feeling or thought is most predominant in the moment. And clear intention is actually a way of, first of honoring what it is that we do value within ourselves. Clear intention is a way of honoring our own dedication to wakefulness, our dedication to freedom. But clear intention is also a way of embodying those qualities within our practice and in our lives. So I would suggest today also in the retreat, you know, as you, um, before you begin something, you know, before you begin a sitting, before you begin a walking, what is your intention there? What is your intention there? What is that about? You know, not to, you don't have to do a lot of thinking about this. You know, it's my intention to be awake, my intention to be focused, my intention to be clear. That nurtures and fosters a deep sense of dedication and commitment. When you begin a walking, the same. What is that about? When I end a walking, pause for a moment. When I end a sitting, to pause for a moment. What is my next step? What is beginning in this moment? To really know that we are a a conscious participant in our beginnings. What is beginning in this moment? Am I moving gently, mindfully, clearly into wakefulness in another posture? Am I drifting? Now, that sense of intention, that awareness of beginnings and endings, movement towards things, movement away from things, becomes increasingly subtle as our attention deepens. We begin to sense in ourselves when there is a movement towards a particular thought pattern or a movement of resistance away from. Learning to pause 
learning to pause. When you move your body, you know, and you initiate a movement in your body or in your mind towards something, to pause for a moment. Are we present there? Are we really awake there? Also appreciating, you know, that we do, we do, of course, give a lot of information in these retreats, and we give a lot of instructions, a lot of guidelines, and not making it complicated. Not making it complicated, not feeling, oh, now I've got another thing to do, you know, and I've hardly caught up with yesterday's instructions, and now there's something else to do. Not making it complicated. If you feel like it's too much trying, you know, if you feel like it's too much trying to be on top of being aware of my intentions, on top of being aware of the pleasant and the unpleasant, you know, on top of being aware of my thoughts, just return to simplicity. Just return to simplicity. Just a single breath, a single step. Because our understanding and our awareness very organically begins to embrace all of these suggestions, all of these invitations, as our attention deepens and calms. All of this becomes very evident to us. And, you know, the instructions we give are just little reminders to be there within what is already evident. But if you find that you start to get lost or start to get complicated, knowing that you can always begin again. You can always return to simplicity, and simplicity is a refuge. It is a sanctuary. We can always return to a single breath, to a single step, not feeling like I've somehow got to gather all this information and be good at it. Return to a single breath, a a a single step, and to really know what a refuge and what a sanctuary that is. It is a way of beginning again, a way of grounding ourselves, and a return to the very fundamentals of being awake. And that's enough to do that. So in the beginning of the sitting, again, checking in with your body, your posture, Calmly and gently, just establishing yourself in alertness, in attentiveness, in a relatedness to this moment of being present and awake. Breathing in with sensitivity and breathing out with sensitivity. Breathing in with calmness and breathing out with calmness. Present within your breath, your body, present within this moment. Attentive and receptive. Listening inwardly to your breathing 
listening with the same sensitivity and calmness in those moments when something other than your breath becomes more predominant, becomes more present.
we become lost, always being able to return to simplicity, to being calmly present with a single breath, a single sensation, a single sound.
May all beings be free from suffering. May all beings be free from fear. May all beings live in peace. Again with the walking meditation as I did touch on yesterday, remembering that the walking meditation actually begins in the moment that we begin to move out of our sitting posture. In the walking meditation, knowing the refuge of simplicity, if you feel not so clear or not so connected, then to keep your walking meditation very, very simple, just one foot, one step, one foot, one step. If you do find yourself more settled, more at ease in the walking meditation, open it up, be present within your body, grounded within your body, but within the whole sense of your body walking. All of the subtleties and shifts that take place in your body as you walk, letting that be your anchor to the present moment, from which, of course, it may happen that your attention is drawn to sound, drawn to a thought, drawn to a feeling, drawn to a particular sensation in your body. Be present there. See it move through you. Come back to that whole sense of your body to know if you feel like you get lost or you get disconnected. The antidote for disconnection is connection. To again ground yourself in, in, in a more precise and more specific focus of attention, just being with your feet, knowing when there's calmness, just to be present in the whole of your body. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.